This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bernie Nichols joins us as he does every week. I'm wondering, you obviously watch the game. What do you expect in game four? I've always said in the playoffs, home ice and coaching doesn't really mean a lot, right? Like a lot of teams play better on the road than they do at home. And I've always said, too, until you lose a home game, uh, you're never in trouble. And I expect Tampa to win tomorrow and then see if uh, Colorado holds home ice when they get back home. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Happy Wednesday, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show, originating from the stage bar at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. We're on the beautiful Sutina Nation, and we're ready to talk sports for the next two hours. And we are literally on the stage overlooking the beautiful casino. We have a live studio audience. Good morning, guys. And we've got the Moose with us, Darren Moose DuPont. Uh, how are you doing today, Moose? Top of the world, yeah. Are you good? Yeah, great morning. Yes, me too. I'm loving life today. Very, very happy. Other than, you know, I had my horn ready to go yes on my uh, youtube app and then i i don't have it ready to go because we have breaking Uh-oh. news this morning so just hang on um coming up on the program today we have andrew hustler patterson from winnipeg sports talk as luck would have it very big news there but i just wait till i get my there you go there we go breaking news there's my breaking news horn before we go any further Yes, Paul Maurice. So says TSN's Darren Dreger, who's never wrong. Paul Maurice, the longtime coach of the Winnipeg Jets, is finalizing a three-year deal to be the head coach of the NHL's Florida Panthers. And I feel like we could spend two hours on that. I know we're going to spend some time on it, Moose, but as luck would have it, Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk, where Paul Maurice spent the last nine years as coach of the Jets, will be with us in hour one and in hour two, a man that would know, need no introduction to Southern Alberta sports fans, Jock Wilson from CHQR 770 Radio, formerly 66 CFR. Jock Wilson will be with us. You love that, don't you? Yeah, every time we so drive around town, you, you know, you pick out all the different spots that used to sponsor a couple of decades ago. And Tom's House of Pizza pregame show. Yes, so Jock Wilson will be with us, and Jock's a great guy, and he can talk NHL, CFL, and all the topics that we're going to get into. And, and some movie reviews, too. As I said, any two dummies could get on a microphone and talk sports all day. That's not that hard, but people like our stories. And last night with our wonderful movie cinema partner, Landmark Cinemas, you and I went to the Shaughnessy Cinemas, Landmark Shaughnessy Cinemas. Yeah. And finally, finally saw Maverick, which is not a remake of Top Gun. It's like the second of the, not the trilogy, but I was thinking if there is a trilogy, Tom Cruise will come back at like 88 and fly a plane. Probably. Can you imagine? Probably. It was so great. But this kid, I mentioned yesterday that when I went to Top Gun in 1986 or whatever, and I was in grade 9, and the girl in grade 12 put her hand on my knee, and I freaked out because I wasn't ready for it. Moose didn't recreate that incident last night, but 
the movie came out before you were born before. So you watched Top Gun yeah. bef- just to get ready for Maverick. Is I, that- and I had seen it as a kid. I think it came out in 87. Oh, okay. So I think I was a few weeks old. But um, I watched it last week, yeah. And really, the first Top Gun is awesome. I mean, the jets and the action. But not a lot of story. It was not a great movie, you know, probably from the critics' point of view. The movie last night was unbelievable. One of the best I've seen in a long time. It was amazing then. This one last night's amazing. Maverick, go see it. and Just so amazing. That's all I can say. So good. Get to your local landmark cinema. But I will say this. We go in with media passes, and we are to talk about the movies on the show. But the concessions aren't free. So I said to Moose, I could get a steak at the keg for cheaper than what I paid. And I loved it. Oh, yeah. Hot dog. Peanut M&M's, nibs, popcorn, and, of course, a Diet Coke, because that'll negate all of the calories that I put away. It sounds good, though, when it, we're going, movie's free, Rod. <laughs> right. How come I paid $60 for snacks? No. It was fantastic. But you loaded up. It was great. The food was good, and the movie was awesome. Okay. Oh, the, yes. I see the comments are coming in from the viewers. Everybody's awake. Uh, let's go. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Director Gordon, please, and thank you to what we're going to get into. Uh, I can't hear it. I assume it's airing. do 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 Thank you. Bingo. So we talked about the breaking news. How much time do we want to spend on Paul Maurice going to the Florida Panthers? Yeah. We had, that'll be 1A, I guess. I see my Panthers friends are writing me saying, why why did he leave in Winnipeg again? These are the fans of the Panthers in South Florida. This is a very interesting situation to sit here and break down, and that's why we love daytime sports talk, because nobody else is talking about this at this time of day on television in Canada nor America. He stepped down on my birthday, December 16th, that was a Thursday, in order, because he said the team needed a new voice. And obviously the team wasn't trending in the right direction. I'm pretty sure, Darren, they were out of the playoff cut line at that point. And he was obviously right. For the next several months, because it's Winnipeg, it was a hot topic. Uh, Everybody was talking about it in the country. And as the team never pulled out of the doldrums, everybody was thinking, Craig Button came on this show and said, I think he just jumped before he got pushed. He saw what was coming. But he's still a great coach. He had him in the playoffs every year. And tell you what, I tell you what, he's taking over talent-wise, well, other than Colorado, the best team in the NHL. For sure the best team in the Eastern Conference, talent-wise. So Paul Maurice is smiling like a butcher's dog. And so many people were writing in here saying, Rod, what do you think about Andrew Brunette? Is he going to be brought back? This was going into the playoffs because they forced Joel Quenville to step down in the wake of the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. They weren't going to bring in somebody new. This is an awkward situation for everybody. But Andrew Burnett and his Panthers were swept in round two by Tampa. They didn't even show up. This morning I was thinking, would Quenville have made a difference? He probably would have. He did it in Chicago. He won three Stanley Cups there. So this was Andrew Brunette's chance. Seems like a great guy. Probably a pretty good coach. I would hope, Darren, that he learned something. Yeah. Uh, in stepping into the spotlight. Coached at the All-Star Games. So he's got a, probably a pretty cool jacket out of that. But they didn't get past Tampa. They didn't put up a fight. And for that reason, he wasn't clearly seriously considered for the head coaching job. So Paul Maurice taking over the Florida Panthers. And that kind of came out of nowhere. And it, kinda, it leaves Barry Trotz going to the Winnipeg Jets, obviously. And that's another topic for another time. But this is, I talked to Panthers fans this morning. Those that know and they say, this thing looks like a really good 
hire for the Florida Panthers. I think it is. You know, Paul Maurice has shown a history of success, a lot of success, whether it was in Carolina, regular season success in Toronto, and then, you know, a lot of success in, in Winnipeg, too. But that's what he said. You know, they needed a new voice. The buttons he was pressing were no longer getting the same results. And that is the sign to me of a smart leader. You can push, you can push, and as a coach, you want to win. But eventually, you know that the things I'm doing aren't going to get the same result, right? And it'll be the same one day with this show, right? The buttons I press, you know, from the business side, eventually we'll need a fresh voice to take us to the next level and the next level, right? And it's about recognizing that. So he recognized it, and now he gets a chance to be the new voice in a very talented locker room in Florida. And look out, Florida's going to be good again next year. And he might be the guy to get him over the hump. Again, the guy's coached over 1,000 games. He, has, he did not win a Stanley Cup in Carolina. Peter Laviolette came in there just after Pomo. But he was coaching from the time of his mid-20s, Paul Maurice. Yeah. I, I thought he was done. Just clearly money wasn't a thing. But now he's taken over the Florida Panthers. So that's the big news today. And we are broadcasting live before a studio audience at the Stage Bar here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. So that was like the breaking news and 1A. 1B, I feel like we're going to need all the full two segments here in hour one to get through our topics we want to talk about today. So Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs was a major winner at the NHL Awards Ceremony in in, uh, Tampa Bay on Tuesday night. Matthews won the heart. Memorial Trophy for being the NHL's MVP, the Ted Lindsay Award for being the most outstanding player in the NHL's regular season is voted on by the players. Moritz Sider of the Detroit Red Wings won the Calder for top rookie. Igor Shesterkin of the New York Rangers won the Vezina for top goalie. And Kale McCarr of the Colorado Avalanche won the Norris for top defenseman. So it looked like a gala night. And listen, here's my... I see people getting very upset over Matthews winning, Connor McDavid not... My thing is, number one, chill. Is it that big of a deal, really, in your life? Number two, for the Edmonton media and fans, you're biased, so take your opinion over here. And for Leafs fans, like Moose, you take your opinion over here. Now, they're great players. They're individual awards, which is not what this sport's all about. Coach of the Year wouldn't win Coach of the Year without his players. Matthews isn't winning player of the year without his line mates. McDavid wouldn't be a finalist without his line mates. That is a fact. And while I would have voted for McDavid, I didn't have a problem with Austin Matthews getting it. I watched him play live a couple of times. I'm like, nobody's working harder out there than this guy. Austin Matthews. He's the straw that stirs the drink. And then my guy, Mike Johnson, sold me on TSN Sports Center. He sold me. And over to you, Moose, as to why. No, he As did. to why Austin Matthews should win this thing. Best season in the history of one of the most decorated franchises in, in league history, right? In the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, 60 goals. Nobody, you know, winning the heart. Nobody's won the Ted Lindsay Award in that franchise. He's had the best season in the history of the organization. And so you've you got to put that into perspective. And uh, you realize that, no, he's pretty deserving of it. And I mean... I looked at the, up the, the numbers on the, uh, the voting. It was 119 votes for Matthews to 29 for McDavid, first place votes. Um, Igor Shesterkin was close. He had 24. And your boy Jonathan Huberdo had 13. Hobie dooby So he actually got some consideration. Um, here's the, the points. They add them up. First, second, third, fourth, fifth. Here's what McDavid had. 1,111. 1,111. 
and 11 points from McDavid. So you're thinking about him in second place. And then the other one, McCarr winning the defenseman of the year. More people actually thought Roman Yossi was deserving. He actually outbeat him 98-92 for first place votes. That's how tight the defenseman of the year was. So good night, Lassie. Um, Interesting. Just sprinkling in our viewer comments, Todd Pinckney. Viewer watching says the award should be given out during the first round of the playoffs, not seven weeks after the season is done. Uh, it's a COVID thing. I saw people complaining about that on Twitter. We're all still out of whack. If you haven't noticed, it's a Tuesday, it's a Wednesday, and it's night three of the Memorial Cup. Everything is still out of whack. Mm-hmm. So let's just chill about when it should be handed out, and let's just enjoy it. Uh, Randy from Winnipeg says the Con Smythe is the only individual trophy that matters i could go back and forth on that i get what you're saying but my point is let's just not get bent out of shape about these awards it's a democracy for the love of pete that's what we do we had a vote this guy won let's move on you know yeah uh and again it's a team game individual awards i don't have a whole lot of time for so i am going to move on to this victor hedman and the tampa bay lightning didn't want didn't win a uh, Victor Hedman of the Lightning didn't win the Norris last night, but he doesn't care because he's on the ice tonight for Game 4, the Stanley Cup Final. The Lightning looking at three Peters Cup champions can tie the best-of-seven series at 2-2 with a win over the visiting Colorado Avalanche. 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern. (sighs) I just can't wait for the game. I just can't wait for the game. I'm pulling for Tampa. I just want a longer series, obviously, and let's make it a series. Fortunately, they did Monday night, and... Watching Sports Center again, they talked about the seven nothing defeat. I didn't realize nobody has been beaten by seven goals in the Stanley Cup final in 103 years. Wow! Did you see that? Yeah. And what did we say Monday? That's I'd rather lose by seven, and no, we weren't even in it, than lose by one and think, ah, if we tweaked a couple things, or maybe if we can, we could blame the ref. No, you were that bad. You were embarrassed, and that's what forced them to turn the tables in Game 3. Can they keep that hunger rolling in Game 4 tonight? I don't know. I just hope that they can. Easier to flush a 7 nothing loss than a heartbreaker by a goal. That one sticks with you. Yeah. It's hard to flush that. But it sounds like you know Tampa's a little banged up with Point and Kucherov. Kucherov, I guess, is going to play tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think Colorado's hoping that Padre plays, be getting more time on the ice. But... Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the game tonight. Our Stanley Cup and NHL coverage is for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, plus Rod's Ranch, which I don't think we've had many for a while. But if we did, it's for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Point three, the Edmonton Oil Kings won't have much time to dwell on their opening night loss at the Memorial Cup as the WHL champs face the host team tonight at the Memmer. They host the St. John Sea Dogs. Sea Dogs opened on Monday, beating Hamilton 5-3. The Oil Kings just last night in a wild back-and-forth game lost to the Shawinigan Cataract out of the Q 4-3. All I want to say is this. I watched some of that game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought, wow, TSN is doing an amazing job of these broadcasts. Dare I say, better than Sportsnet? There's a reason they call him Canada's sports leader. Just, I just enjoyed all of it. They do a great job. But stop with the WHL reps. Reps haven't won at the Memorial Cup since 2016. Because I went and looked it up. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. Stick with me. 
They're saying no Western Hockey League representative has won a Memorial Cup round-robin game since 2016. Stop. In 2018, God's team, the Regina Pats, won two games in the Memorial Cup. Well, Rod, they were the host team. I don't care. How about that? They're a WHL team. So stop. And God bless our viewers who pointed out that no WHL rep has won since 2016. I don't care. The Pats team won two in 2018 and went to the final and lost 3 nothing to the Ekity Bathurst Teton. So, so I don't want to talk about the fact that WHL hasn't won. They might be the host team, but they were, still, still, rep- they were still representing the Western Hockey League. Yeah, buddy. You know, and it wasn't that the league, you know, doesn't matter. A Western Hockey League team has won in 2018. They haven't won since 2018, but they won in 2018. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, um, it was a tough one for Edmonton because they had the lead in that game and then and gave it up. But I think the Oil Kings are right in it. They play again tonight. I think they'll be fine. Tonight's a big one for them. Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, love Memorial Cup time. Come on, Dub. Let's get going. Now, he's right on that. We need a WHL champion. Nobody's won this thing from the Dub. Who was, was the last? Was it the Oil Kings? I think it was. But we're just talking about regular season success. Or, sorry, round robin success. Yeah. And they need to get it rolling. Anyways, we're only three points through the Quick Six Show topics. Coming up, we got the Blue Jays. We've got CFL Week 3. Going to play Deal or No Deal. Okay. And then I'm splitting point six into two. 6A, Gronk retiring. And 6B, is the PGA in trouble? You'll be interested, I think, to get Moose's take on that. As a former former full-time employee in the golf industry. You're watching the warm-up of the RP show live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and we've got 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, By the way, people still talking about the Memorial Cup stuff from last night, which is cool. I just wanted to tell you, again, this summer and fall at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, in the event center, the Beach Boys coming July 28th, Randy Hauser July 29th, among uh, the acts, Dancing Queen, a tribute to ABBA, August 13th. The Bare Naked Ladies, August 20th. Terry Fader, winner of America's Got Talent, September 16th. Tracy Morgan, bringing his No Disrespect comedy tour, September 29th. Go to greateagleresortandcasino.ca to book your tickets or Ticketmaster. Yeah, buddy. They say Calgary's entertainment destination. I feel like... It might be all of Western Canada's entertainment destination. I'm not joking. If we bring the moose in here and we had a mild, not an argument, but a miscommunication in the break. We were going through the dub uh, champions of the Memorial Cup. And (laughs) you're like, was Edmonton the last one? I'm like, I don't know. Let's check the big board. Yes, 2014. And then I'm going through the whole list. And before that, Vancouver in 2007. And before that, the Kelowna Rockets in 2004. The Kootenai Ice in 2002. Red Deer Rebels in 2001. You're like, what about Spokane? They didn't win. Yeah, I think they did. Didn't they break the cup? No, they didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. 
And you were obviously watching yes. 2008 Dustin Tatkarski of Watson Sask, the home of the world's largest Santa Claus, was on that team. Yeah. So, yeah, our junior hockey coverage is brought to you by Cavendish Farms, proud supporters of junior hockey in Canada. And I love the fact that the game started 4 p.m. Mountain out here. From a sports viewing perspective, Western Canada and the United States is way better than the East, clearly. Yeah, well, the games are earlier. Right. So, yeah. From a sports fan watching perspective, way better. Uh, Josh Harrison, uh, point four, Josh Harrison hit a game-ending single with two outs in the 12th inning, and the Chicago White Sox beat the Blue Jays 7-6 in a wild one on Tuesday night. The Jays had the White Sox on the ropes, leading 4-2 with two outs in the ninth, but couldn't close the deal. The White Sox, who have won six of their last eight, will close their three-game set against the Jays today. It is a 2-10 Eastern first pitch. Toronto has lost five of their last six. Social media was alive with complaining about the umps last night and the Blue Jays not being able to close it out. So, yeah, people are awake. We're back to normal, Moose. People are bitching. Ah, yes. Point five for you CFL fans. Somebody wrote in here, one of the viewers yesterday, and said, Rod, are you going to send an invoice to the CFL for promoting their product? And I'm like, no. We're just going to keep talking about what we want to talk about. That's what we do here. And we spend a lot of time on the CFL because we're big fans. I don't even pretend to be an insider anymore. So week three in the Canadian Football League opens on Thursday. Now would be a good time to ask uh, you and tell you uh, to vote on our poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies. Which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League this week? Thursday night, Sask at Montreal. Friday night football, Hamilton at Winnipeg. And the Saturday doubleheader, Edmonton at Calgary, followed by Tirana at BC. I voted for the Elks and the Stampeders because I'm going to be there. That's a lot of wildlife on the field at one time. Elks and Stampeders. And 5 p.m. kickoff, we're going to be there. It's just going to be fantastic. That's my vote. What is yours? Yeah, probably that one, too. Yeah. Battle of Alberta and the CFL. I like it. For sure. BOA. Yeah, I think Edmonton... Took some strides in week two. See if they get a little bit better in week three. And, you know, Calgary bailed themselves out. I think it could be a pretty good game. Interestingly enough, in our poll on Twitter, I don't know what the Facebook vote's saying, but they're saying 32% leads the poll. Hamilton at Winnipeg Friday night, IG Field. So it's been an interesting start to the CFL season. But, again, you, don't, you can look into any game and find something interesting about it, whether it's on the field or off. Let's spend a minute and talk about what the new owner of the BC Lions is doing. The guy is, he is sharper than the edge of town, man. If I'm saying his name right, Amar Doman. We've had him on this show. They're, from what I can see, doing $5 concessions all night long. And I don't know the ins and outs of concessions. Who gets the money? Who doesn't? Who runs it? Is it the Lions? Is it the facility? I don't know. But you probably saw his quote on Twitter saying, if I got to bite the bullet financially, it's yeah. worth it. Sorry, I forgot to turn the mics up here. I'll do it because I don't want our fans to stress about concession prices. And I'm like, what land does this man come from? And if this is the future of sports ownership and executives, oh, boy, we're going back to the future here. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Everybody's talking about it. Well, and he understands that we need to get people in the building first before we can soak them for, for all their money. Right. I mean, he is a business owner after all. And at, and at times, if he's got a full building, yeah, concession prices will go up probably. 
but he needs to get people into the building first. So if it needs to, if he said, if I need to subsidize this, I will because that was the term. Yeah. That was the term he used. Whatever it takes to get people into the building, you know, you see. Um, whether it's musicians, comedians, public speakers, or sports teams, they'll fill venues with free tickets. They'll literally pay people to be in the stadium to create a buzz and create an atmosphere and create demand. And if you get people into the product and you have a good product, it's going to create demand. He's doing, he's doing it right in BC. Yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. And I know you don't like that term, and the PETA people really don't. But I don't know how else to say it. Um, and I, people aren't as interested in the sports business talk as we are. But that surprises me. Like, for, the, most of the media doesn't talk about the stuff that we talk about. Right. Like, you know, on Sports Center, they're not, 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 not talking about Amar Doman or Jerry Buss. Or, like, we talk about it every day. Yeah. But in Dallas, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, this is what Jerry Jones does. I've been there. He sells cheap beer, like really cheap beer, $6 Miller Lights. But then you go to the concession because what happens? You get drunk, you get hungry. Oh, you would like an 8-inch pizza? It's $28 US. You want a medium popcorn? It's $20. You want butter? That's another $3. But that's Jera. But you could go to the game and just drink beer. Yes. What I did. And be happy. But that's not everybody does it that way. No. But the opposite, there's a really great restaurant in Montreal. And it's on the street. It's, I think it's called The Warehouse. And everything on the menu is $5. You go for supper, your entree is $5. Your appy is $5. Your, everything's $5 except the booze. So you get hungry, you want a drink, you pay regular price for your beer and your, and your wine and whatever else. But everything's fine. And they fill that patio all summer long. So that's another strategy. Same thing. It's fascinating to think about. And I think that the fans mostly just like to watch the games, but I'm, I'm seeing more of a backlash on social media from people saying, I'm not paying these prices. You guys are out to lunch. Clearly not BC Lions fans, but fans of other teams. And I really think, because I've been in the meetings with the teams when I worked for the teams, it's, they just think, ah, they're, they're bitching. They'll be back. And in most of the big leagues, they are. <laughs> they do. They, yeah. People just like to bitch. Gas prices, your electrical bill, you gotta pay it. You know? So we'll see how it turns out, and we'll see how many people show up at BC Place Saturday night for what used to be the Braley Bowl, because David Braley used to own both teams, the BC Lions and the Toronto Argonauts. Ireland Bruce watching, Canadian Football Hall of Famer in waiting. He says, I'll be at the BC Lions versus Argos game in Vancouver Saturday. Diversity Day. Also, the owner is offering $5 concession stands. Is that for just that game, or is that till the end of time? I think it's just that game. Oh, okay. But he may continue it if it's successful. Randy in Winnipeg says, uh, with inflation gone crazy, these, pro- these places need to make things affordable. They do, and the BC Lions are leading the way on that. And listen, I get what you're saying about the price of gas. Um, I'm saying to Darren, one, one thing that we like to do here in Calgary, and we've been here for a long time, is go for a drive. We'll make laps around the city or we'll go out to the mountains. And I'm looking at this going, for, for a coffee. We'll go to BAM for a coffee. Take some nice photos and hang out. Yeah. But now with the price of gas, I'm kind of like, eh. How about a walk? We might not be doing that. How about a walk? So I totally get where the fans are coming from. But it's still, it's, I will not move off this when I say 
if you don't want to go, you'll find a reason not to go. Like if you really, really, really felt like you wanted to go to that Winnipeg-Hamilton game, you won't eat for a week. Or you'll take transit or whatever. That's a fact. That's so true, and everybody forgets that side of the argument. Like I've been broke. We've all been broke. But I still find a way to get that coffee at Tim Hortons in the drive-thru. I, gotta, I want the coffee. If you, the things you want... You find, find ways a way. to get there, and you don't put up obstacles. You remove them. You find a way. Jock Wilson coming up in hour two. Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. Next segment to talk about Paul Maurice, the new head coach of the Florida Panthers. I've gotten to be good friends with the public address of announcer of the Panthers, Andrew Wimber. So that's how he says it. The Florida Panthers. you got to come down sometime. I do. Deal or no deal? Are you ready? I'm ready. We may play it later again too this is what we do every week we get the odds from bet regal our exclusive betting partner which is also the cfls we look at the betting line and i ask darren if he's taking the bet or not are you ready i'm ready uh thursday night the saskatchewan rough riders at the montreal alouettes riders favored by 3.5 deal or no deal deal i'll take that deal friday hamilton at winnipeg blue bombers favored by five deal or no deal deal i'll take winnipeg Saturday, first of a doubleheader, Edmonton at Calgary, the football battle of Alberta, the Stampeders favored by nine and a half. Deal or no deal? No deal. Stamps win by a touchdown. And the game we've been talking about, Toronto at BC, Lions favored by 4.5. Deal or no deal? I'm going to take that deal. I'm going to take it at home. I like BC at home. We'll revisit this later with my picks. Just to wind up the quick six here. Uh, 6A, Rob Gronkowski won't be joining Tom Brady for a third season with the Buccaneers. The four-time All-Pro tight end announced his retirement for the second time in three years on Tuesday. He did it on Instagram. Here's what I think about Gronk. He just doesn't love football. And you would have scoffed at that, Darren, until you saw the Brady documentary on ESPN, which you finally were able to see. Brady loves football. That's why he keeps coming back and he can't go away. Gronk's tried to retire twice now, and I think he'll stay retired now. He just doesn't love football. It sounds weird, but it's a fact. But his agent did say that if Tom calls midseason, he could see Gronk coming back a second time out of retirement midseason or next year if Tom picks I, up the What ball. I'm saying is he loves to play games. But yes. He doesn't love to practice. Tom Brady is the kind of guy that loves to practice. He loves every nuance. He loves the meetings. I think he loves sitting in the cold tub. Gronk doesn't. He just wants to play Sunday and do the rest of his stuff the rest of the week. Right? 100%. There's a story. And what's wrong with that? There's a story about Gronk that he did um, two hours of training in five different shirts and sent the videos in in the pandemic five different days in right. a different shirt, right? Because he didn't want to work out for five So there days. you go. And we'll save this for hour two, but Brooks Kepka, one of the first players to denounce a rival league for only having 48 players featured, is the latest PGA player to sign on with the Saudi-funded Live Golf Series. We're going to push that to hour two. But the quick one, in 30 seconds, I said to you, is the PGA going to be in trouble? And you said, they already are. Why? They're already in trouble because this league has money. And this league's not going to go away quickly. And they're attracting the best players. That's important. Having money and having the best players. They've got both. See you in hour two. Feels like we have a lot to get to. to. You bet. We're going to Winnipeg next. We're going to talk about Paul Maurice becoming the newest head coach of the Florida Panthers and what exactly went down with Pomo in Winnipeg. Doesn't matter now. Andrew Hustler. 
Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and we've got 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is Canada's daytime sports talk show. Thank you for joining us live from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. By the way, coming up at the Grey Eagle, if you missed it earlier, the Beach Boys, July 28th, Nazareth with special guests, the Headpins on August the 12th, Dancing Queen, a tribute to ABBA, August 13th, the Bare Naked Ladies, August 20th, Terry Fader, September 16th, and Tracy Morgan, his No Disrespect comedy tour, September 29th. Get your tickets at... Ticketmaster.ca or Grey Eagle Resort and Casino.ca. Well, big news today, breaking news. Paul Maurice is the new head coach of the Florida Panthers. Joining us to talk about it from Winnipeg Sports Talk is our good and longtime friend, Hustler Patterson. And Hustler Darren Dreger had the scoop. we got to delve immediately into this one. What are the Florida Panthers getting in Paul Maurice? What's up, Rod? Well, the Panthers are getting in a very experienced head coach, one that knows the NHL as well as anyone, and one that comes off of, you know, a very long stint by any NHL standards here in Winnipeg. Um, it, it's a fascinating move by Florida. Um, I think most of us agreed that Andrew Burnett did a hell of a job through this season. I mean, that was a real challenging situation he was thrown into when Coach Q um, had to step down. And, I mean, you'd know better than anyone. You were there for half the season, it seemed, watching the Panthers. Um, they were the cream of the crop in the NHL. Now, the disappointment of getting pumped by Tampa obviously made them reevaluate things. Um, and there was a ton of real quality coaching candidates available this summer. Um, the way things went through, I mean, you know, we didn't really even know that Andrew Burnett was out until we knew Paul Maurice was in. So it was an unconventional uh, route that they went, but they're getting a guy that I'm sure is looking for a fresh start after Things went stale here in Winnipeg, to use his own words, and um, it's going to be one of the most fascinating situations in the NHL to check out when the puck drops in October. Oh, yeah, for sure. Highly awkward situation in Florida. They didn't want to get rid of Joel Quenville, but pretty much had to. So Andrew Burnett, they're not going to bring in somebody new. And had they even put up a fight against Tampa, I think Bruno maybe keeps his job. But they did not. So Paul Maurice is taking it over. But when you look at Paul, like the, the Florida fans are writing me today and saying, what happened in Winnipeg with Pomo? You said it, that it got stale, but let's just go a little deeper than that. They made the playoffs every year, right? I would think that Paul feels proud of his time in Winnipeg. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things that Maurice did incredibly well. I mean, I think we have to look at it over the entire body of work. He came in and took over a team that was floundering under Claude Noel um, and, and immediately turned them into a better hockey club. Um, I think they maybe made the playoffs in 2015, a little ahead of schedule. And then he signed on for what was essentially a rejigging of this hockey club over the course of the next few years that saw them miss the playoffs, but get Patrick Laine and then turned into, you know, one of the best teams in hockey, certainly in that 17, 18 season. Um, you know, I think there's a reason why you see coaches for the most part, only stay with teams for four, five, six years. Um, you know, when you go back and do the autopsy of Maurice's time, I think probably he was there a little bit too long. 
Um, but it's not, it's not really a, a knock on him. It's just that, you know, this team, um, you know, got into somewhat of a funk. There was obviously dressing room issues in 2019. And if there was ever a time you thought that maybe the time would have been to make that change, it was probably after that 2019 season. But certainly management and especially ownership absolutely believed in Paul Maurice and wanted him to come back and be the guy that would be the steward of this hockey club to take them to where they wanted to go. Um, and unfortunately, the last couple of seasons, especially last year, was incredibly disappointing. And, you know, I still think of that day in December when Maurice shockingly resigned the morning of a game day against the Washington Capitals. And when we heard from him speak, um, you know, he had said that he had had this conversation before. I mean, I think Maurice is smart enough. He's an incredibly he's a brilliant man. I will say that much. Many people have different opinions on, you know, his coaching style and whatnot. Um, but I think he knew that it really was time. And um, I also think he knew that if the team kept playing the way he was, the way they were playing, the Jets probably wouldn't have an option but to make a, make a move. So, you know, he steps away, gets a little bit of time away from hockey for the rest of the season, spends some time with the family, and obviously is still a very driven man. And um, what an opportunity he's got to get into Florida. How he fits in with this Panthers team will be fascinating because the Panthers were the most high-flying team in the National Hockey League. I mean, they scored at will, and they were more than happy to beat you 7-5 or 6-4 on many nights. I'm not sure whether that will be Paul Maurice's MO when he gets in. I think they realize that they probably need to um, you know, do a better job defensively. But honestly, defensively, especially the last couple of seasons, was an Achilles heel of the Winnipeg Jets. I don't necessarily put that on Paul Maurice. I put that in the buy-in of some of the top players that – um, I don't think did him any service th with the way that they responded to, uh, um, you know, the, the opportunities that they were given and the responsibility that they were given. So um, he's going to feel like he died and gone to heaven, though, when he goes and has a number one center like Alex Barkov, who, you know, is a, you know, common finalist for the Selkie trophy. Um, it'll be a different team that he'll be working with, but there's a hell of a lot of talent. And this could be the best opportunity Paul Maurice has in his long, illustrious coaching career to actually get his name on the Stanley Cup. Everybody's excited in South Florida for it. And now by virtue of this game of mutual chairs, as the music's about to stop, there's only one chair left open, I think. It's the Winnipeg Jets. There's a lot of coaches still out there, but Barry Trotz is the one they want. What's taken so long, Huss? Well, listen, I, I, Rod, I mean, we spoke, you know, at the beginning of this whole ordeal when Barry Trotz was fired, which stunned myself and many people after his time in New York. And um, listen, Barry Trotz was at the top of the list of many teams, and he was going to vet this process. He wasn't going to make a decision quickly. Um, and I think there's a number of things that come into Barry Trotz. Obviously, he wants to be compensated wherever he goes. That wasn't an issue. I mean, he reportedly turned down $7 million from the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, but there's also the reports that he is not only looking for a spot to you know, coach for the final time in the National Hockey League, but have a path into management into the front office. And listen, I've been saying this you know, back when we were dreaming of potentially Barry Trotz being available here in Winnipeg and on WST, that he's the perfect candidate for the Winnipeg Jets for a number of reasons. This dressing room was broken. They need someone to come in. And I'm sure there's a number of first-time coaches that will be great coaches. I'm not sure that works in Winnipeg right now. I think you need someone that comes in, that has a ring, that has that element of experience that he can go and say, this is the way things are happening and get the buy-in from players that want to be there. And if not, they're going elsewhere. Um, the other thing is for the franchise. I mean, last year was, was a real rough one for 
the city, the fan base, and certainly for True North. And Barry Trotz immediately, if he comes here, um, knowing that he was the first choice all along of many teams, I think handles quite a bit of the erosion of maybe some of the confidence of the fans and the direction of the team. Um, and obviously, you've got an incredible home province story. I mean, he is a, a Manitoba hockey legend. Um, he's one of the winningest coaches in the National Hockey League history. And it would be a win on on so many levels. Why is it taking so long? I think there's a lot of work to be done to get Barry Trotz to sign on the dotted line. Um, from what we are hearing, this is going to be a very crucial week. We expected the meetings to happen last weekend. They were pushed back to at some point this week. I know there's a number of other organizational meetings that are happening today and into the next couple of days. So we don't have exact confirmation as to when that will happen. Um, but the Winnipeg Jets, really from day one, have set their sights on Barry Trotz. I think they've been patient through it all. We've seen many of the other dominoes fall that we really thought would happen after Trotz made his decision. And now it seems like it, in some ways, his Jets are bust. Now, there has been rumors that Barry Trotz has, has opportunities to go back to Nashville in some sort of a management role. And the bottom line is, if he wants to take it easy and see what happens this season, he can sit back and collect $4 million for the New York Islanders. But he is the priority. I think there's a full court press on for the Winnipeg Jets to get Barry Trotz. And, you know, from a, from a fan standpoint, that's all you can ask. The organization does everything they possibly can to get the best choice for the hockey club going into the future. They've done that. Most people around here hope it works out. If it doesn't, there will be others like Jim Montgomery, who's been mentored that uh, mentioned that certainly could be a positive addition to the coaching staff. But um, I would be lying if I didn't say the vast majority of people around this city and this province have their hearts set on Barry Trotz. And uh, we know the impact that he's made in the past in the NHL and what he could do with a roster here in Winnipeg that while underperforming still has some elite talent uh, thrown out there every night. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, it's interesting to watch. I guess we'll know by July 1st, but Huss, I watched your show yesterday. Very entertaining as always. Catch him on YouTube Live right after hours today, Winnipeg Sports Talk. Thanks, my friend. Stay in touch. All you be well, Rod. All the best. A wonderful update from Andrew Hustler-Patterson from Winnipeg Sports Talk. We have a taco time viewer takeover coming up next. Jock Wilson's going to join us down here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino for Hour 2. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network. We're streaming on YouTube Live. And if you always, uh, if you missed any portion of the show, you can always catch it wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Okay, welcome back, everybody. It is Taco Time Viewer Takeover, and we'll uh, tell you what they're saying out there in a minute. But first, a sports update today. The Fraser Valley Bandits came away with a close 90-85 victory over the Guelph Nighthawks on Wednesday night to win their third, sorry, Tuesday night to win their third game in a row in Canadian Elite Basketball League play. The Bandits are now 6-2 and two in the season, Guelph 6-4. and four. And in what ended up being a game of runs, the Niagara River Lions staved off a late Ottawa Blackjacks comeback to win 90-86 in the nation's capital. There are no CEBL games tonight. Game four, the Stanley Cup final, will be played this evening in Tampa Bay with a visiting Colorado Avalanche looking to move within one win of winning their first Stanley Cup since 2001. 
Colorado leads the series 2-1. It's an 8 p.m. Eastern face-off on Sportsnet in Canada and ESPN in the United States. The Toronto Blue Jays send Ross Stripling to the mound today in their series finale with the Chicago White Sox. The Jays will be looking to avoid a sweep. The host White Sox topped Toronto 7-6 in 12 innings last night after winning Monday's opener 8-7. Stripling 3-1 with a sparkling 1.04 ERA. And Brooks Kepka is the latest PGA Tour player to sign with the Saudi-backed Live Golf Series. Kepka gives Live another big name because of his four major titles. He withdrew from the PGA Tour's Travelers Championship in Connecticut last night. The next lived golf event starts June 30th, just outside Portland. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday. This sports update also for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Let's just see what's popping on the text line. I didn't talk about the biggest breaking news of all, and that is that Paul Maurice is the new head coach of the Florida Panthers. And we really appreciate our Manitoba viewers, by the way. Wilf is watching in Steinbach, Manitoba. He's written in on the 902 text line. You can always write us at 902-518-3033. Wilf says, predicted Paul Maurice would coach. Should bring him on the RP show. That's a great idea, Wilf. Write it down, Clark. Uh, we've got, obviously, a tremendous relationship with the Florida Panthers that goes way back to last September. People really wondered, what, we, what, what were they doing then? Now you're starting to see. And my phone was blown up this morning. Those Panthers fans really wondering what they're getting in Pomo. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. Regarding the BC Lions offering $5 concessions on Saturday night when the Toronto Argonauts are there, Ward in Winnipeg writes in and he says, Hey Rod and Moose, Bombers have $5 beer, $3 hot dogs, two hours before kickoff every game. Signed, Ward. It's awesome, man. And that's, we were there last year. Bombers gave us tickets to sit with their players' families. It was amazing. And the buzz in Winnipeg was, you need to be at the game 45 minutes before the game to get the, this cheap beer and hot dogs. The place was full. And there's a lot of people in the CFL going, what are they doing over there? This. And now BC and Edmonton are doing it too. Jock Wilson's going to join us next hour to uh, talk some CFL, NHL, and whatever else comes up. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back after this break on Game Plus TV. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.